Welcome to Your Winning Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello, welcome back to another podcast episode. So, so glad you are back here. Now, this episode is going to be a little bit different because I was looking at all of my podcasts and I was like, you know, I've never done a episode dedicated to like the different types of weight loss mistakes I've made in the past. And it's a little crazy because I, I've mentioned on the podcast that I've been doing this for eight years and I'm like, I need to talk about this. And I want to share these mistakes in a way that is going to be very different for you. So like you probably never heard of these before, or it's just not very common. And this is exactly why I'm doing this episode, because I didn't want this to be something very cliche, like, okay, obviously, like carbs doesn't make you fat or you can eat after 9pm, like stuff that you see on Google. I genuinely want to share with you the mistakes that I've made myself. And if you're making these mistakes right now, you can learn how to course correct and get right back on track into losing weight. This is going to help you just get your butt going and figure out like where you need to focus on a lot more, especially if you're either focusing on nutrition or working out in terms of you losing weight. But so excited to like just dive deep into this because these five mistakes are going to change the way you view your weight loss journey and help you move forward. So, and so with that, let's get started. Okay. The first mistake that I made when I started this eight years ago was not knowing when and what time I wanted to work out. Now you are probably thinking like, okay, Sam, like what does that have to do with like, like how is that even a mistake in the first place? And here's what I'm going to tell you. When it comes to you, like setting this goal of, I want to lose 20 to 50 pounds by this time of the year, many times you're spending a lot of time in your head. Like, okay, should I work out today? Should I meal prep on this day? Like, what should I eat? Like, what's the right thing to eat? You have all of these questions and like so many thoughts in your head about like how you're actually going to reach this like weight goal that you set for yourself, right? And believe it or not, a lot of that thinking drains your energy more than anything. And if your brain is drained out, 99% of the time, you're not going to want to take any action because you're already tired, right? Your brain is already like having so much information. You just don't know where to start. And then you just don't do anything at all. And so the reason why like this is a mistake that's actually going to help you get back on track is when you know when and what time you're going to work out, you decrease the amount of like debate that you have in your mind. And you also stop negotiating when and if you should work out and you actually execute the plan and do it because you are already preparing your mind ahead of time that Mondays are going to be workout days, Tuesdays are going to be rest days, Wednesdays are going to be workout days and so forth. When you don't have that, you're constantly pushing things 
on to the end of the week and then the end of the week is over and then a new week starts again and then you just didn't accomplish the workouts that you've set for yourself or even like eating the healthy foods that you wanted to eat whether that is adding more veggies or making sure that you cook breakfast the night before if that's what you need to do in order to make sure you're not getting starbucks every morning right like all those little things are going to add up and it's going to help you out and so with this first mistakes like make sure that you schedule your workout days like you don't even have to do four times a week if you are just starting out like just dedicate two days out of the week to determine like okay these are the days where i'm going to spend 30 minutes moving my body and it's going to be every day at 5 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, like if you're doing two times a week from the example that I'm giving you. And just that alone is going to put yourself at ease so you're not constantly thinking about when you should work out, if you should do it after you pick up the kids from school or if you should do it after you're done with your homework. You're like, nope, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to do it because we already said that those are going to be the best days for us to do it, right? Think about it from that perspective. And then a little tip that I just want to like talk about that really like helped me get into the mood of things is like having your workout clothes ready and have it be a little bit different from like the types of clothes that you're currently wearing right now. So for example, like on a daily basis, I love wearing t-shirts. I love wearing like sweatpants, yoga pants and all of that. But when I change it to my active wear, like I have a tight sports bra on, I have some tight leggings and sometimes my shirts is a little bit flowy depending on the weather, right? So it feels very different on my body and my body can tell that like, oh, we're wearing clothes that like, it's about time that we get the workout going. Like it can tell and it's like, preparing my mind ahead of time. I want you to think about like the athletes in the Olympics or just like any athletes in general, if they're training for a marathon or they're training for this like huge weightlifting event, right? Before they get to the official training itself, meaning whether before they start running the marathon, before they weight lift and like compete with other people, or before they like step on the beam if they're doing gymnastics, right? Like if you watch gymnastics during the Olympics, they are warming up. They are warming up their body by stretching, by like kicking their legs back and forth. They're preparing their mind and they're allowing their mind to really like tell them that like, hey, like we're getting ready for this. Like we're about to get on the floor and start running we're about to get on the beam and start flipping we're about to lift some heavy weights and try to beat our last record last time like they're preparing their mind through the warm-ups and so when you're wearing your active clothes and you're scheduling your workout days you're mentally warming up your brain to actually do the workouts when the time comes so I really hope that that analogy helps you understand why it is literally so amazing at what this can do for you if you just schedule when and what time you're going to work out. Now, with this whole scheduling thing, right? When you determine like, okay, this is the day that I'm going to work out on and this is what time, make sure that you are not self-sabotaging yourself. Now, I have to bring this up because I was working with this client of mine and I remember before we started working together she was like Sundays are like 
the days where I set time to do my last workout for the week and then also meal prep, but I just can't get myself to do it. Like, I don't know what's going on. She was a little bit frustrated of like why she couldn't stick to like any of the programs that she's ever tried before. And it was just really complicated. She was feeling very unmotivated and defeated. And we found out that like through coaching together, Sundays were just like crazy for her. Like she had a full pack schedule with the kids. She had different business things that were going on. And she was literally self-sabotaging herself and her goals by even trying to have that be a day for her to work out and meal prep on. And I bring this example to share with you because when you set that date for yourself, make sure that it is something that's going to work for you and not something that you're doing to fail ahead of time, right? So for example, if you know that the weekends doesn't work for you, don't set your workout days on the weekends, If you know that like you can't meal prep on Sundays, don't do it on Sundays. I do my meal prep like every night on a weekday. Like it's not on Sundays anymore. Back in college, it used to be on Sundays. And then sometimes it might be on Wednesdays. Like I have some clients that do it on Thursdays. Like find a day that works for you based off of your lifestyle. Don't try to pick a day that everyone else is doing it on because you think that that's the magical day. Like the magical day for you is the day where you can actually do it with the schedule that you currently have. So just remember, this is a mistake, right? But don't self-sabotage yourself when you're planning it too. So I'm going to leave you with that. Now, the second mistake is overeating healthy foods. Now, I just have to bring this up because I think it's, it's, insanely crazy that this isn't talked about enough because you know when you're trying to lose weight everyone is always like you got to make sure you eat healthy you have to make sure you get the veggies you got to have the broccoli the lean protein and like the complex carbs and you're just like I don't know what you're talking about and obviously when I say healthy foods I'm pretty sure you listening to this you have a specific set of like image in your head of like what the healthy food look like whether that is some potatoes or some asparagus with like you know some fish or maybe you have chicken breast and broccoli and brown rice right like that's like the staple of what healthy eating looks like but you can still gain weight eating healthy right so remember that serving size still matters when you eat healthy or when you eat foods that are more processed which is foods that Like either you get at the restaurant, you get a McDonald's or any kind of like foods that you're not cooking at home. So this was a mistake that I made at the beginning of my journey because I was like, okay, you know, if it's healthy food, I can eat how much I want and there shouldn't be a problem with it. But like I said, that's wrong because your body doesn't know that what you're putting into your body is broccoli or if it's like a chocolate chip cookie. It just knows that, okay, you have too much food today. We're going to store the rest as fat, or we got too much food today and you're doing the movement or you're working out. So we're going to burn some calories. We're just going to burn it off. That's all your body really knows. Like, it's not going to like say that, okay, you're eating uh, broccoli with some asparagus and you're pretty clean today. So we're obviously going to lose some weight. Like, 
your body is not going to do that. I wish, right? I wish if your body can do that. And if that was how the human body works, everybody will be skinny. Everybody will be losing weight, like no tomorrow. So that's why there's no like special food types. That's going to help you lose weight. It's always about like how much you're eating based off of like how tall you are and like how much you currently weigh because someone who's taller than you is going to need more food and someone who's also like bigger than you will need more food than someone who's like shorter and like more petite right so keeping that in mind and this is exactly why you can eat what you like and lose weight at the same time because you can build that like moderation balance with yourself like understanding what your body needs how much your body needs and be able to implement that into your meal plan in a way where it works for you, where you can have the best of both worlds. This is actually what I teach my clients in the one-on-one coaching program. Like you're not dieting, you're not restricting yourself. You can still have Starbucks and you can lose a lot of weight. So that's something that I preach all the time. You're, you follow me on Instagram stories. I'm always talking about that. Always talking about that. Healthy foods are good for you, but you can have some processed food too. And too much of one or the other is not good. So finding that balance for you. And that's what I teach you how to do in the one-on-one coaching program. Now, the third mistake is you trying to eat like other people you look up to. So whether that is like if you're following me on Instagram and you're watching what I eat and you're trying to copy and paste what I eat, or if you're following this certain influencer on YouTube or like you're looking at these stories of like, okay, how I lost 100 pounds in a year, right? Like those inspiring stories and you're trying to copy and paste like what they eat in a day. Like this is a big mistake because they're not going to eat exactly like what you're eating. And sometimes when you try to copy and paste, it can lead you to eating too much for your body type. It can lead you to eating too little where you hit a plateau in your weight loss journey And you're actually like not losing weight because you're just restricting yourself so much that your body's like stressed out. And so not trying to copy and paste someone else's meals, but allowing yourself to learn how to eat the foods that you're currently having in a way that is in moderation through the portioning method. Okay. And not just that too, like when you're trying to eat like someone else, you may also feel very restricted. And that's where a lot of like the binging come into play. And that's where you might go all out when you see like the foods that you eat on a daily basis, because like, you don't like the current meal plan that you have. So like, I'll give you an example. I talked about this in the last podcast episode where when I first started working out, I thought that like I was eating the wrong thing all the time, because everything that I saw on Google was all like American food, like everybody was having salads and everybody was either having like these sandwiches and stuff. And that's not what I have at home. Like my mom was cooking like these different types of Asian dishes and boiled pork and like fried fish and like so many other things. And when I would try to copy and paste these people's meal plans that I saw on Google, And on YouTube, like I felt restricted to my own cultural and ethic foods, which made me binge them even more when the weekends come around, like when I go to birthday parties or when we have a family event and like my mom is making these like great, like delicious egg rolls, like I will like overeat them because of me trying to replicate 
like someone else's meal plan into mine my daily life Monday to Friday and then Saturday Sunday comes around I'm like all right I can't eat like them anymore I'm gonna eat my way so be very careful if you're doing that right now you're trying to eat like someone else because you don't know whether or not you're eating the quote-unquote right thing but after coaching so many one-on-one clients I just want to say this, like there's no right or wrong way to eat. There's only a way that works the best for you. And you can only find that best method for you when you truly like learn how to trust like your body, what your body's telling you when you're hungry and when your body's telling you when, okay, hey, you got to stop eating. And when you allow yourself to actually eat the foods that you truly enjoy and not foods that you're trying to make yourself stick to because of this meal plan that you found online. Now, I I will talk about nutrition in a different episode next time. But if you're like, okay, Sam, I really like that idea. But like, what are some guidance from here, right? If I shouldn't eat like other people, like how should my plan look like if I'm trying to eat in terms of weight loss? And here's what I want to offer you when it comes to like eating for weight loss, keep it very simple. And I'm just going to give you like a plan right now. So you kind of have an idea of how to implement this in your own way. And that is making sure that you have four ounces of protein for each meal. I don't care if it's chicken breast or pork chops or steak, right? Get some protein in because protein is going to help you keep your muscles and muscles are what makes you look toned and it's going to help you increase your metabolism in the long run and then I would just suggest half a cup of carbs so that could be your white rice if you love eating white rice that could be your potatoes or whatever it is that you like eating for your carbs and then one cup of veggies no tracking just use this portioning method that I just mentioned four ounces half a cup one cup and you're good to go. So if that's the guidance that you need to not eat like other people, but, but to use those measuring method for the current foods that you're eating, that's better than trying to copy and paste something that you're not going to stick to forever. Okay. Now the fourth mistake is overtraining my body and overworking myself because I thought that it would get me to my destination faster. Now, I have to bring this up because a lot of times you think that if you do more workouts, if the workout is longer, or if you eat less, then you will lose the weight quicker, right? And so that might lead you to working out six or seven times a week. You might be working out for two to three hours. You might be like eating only two meals a day because you're probably fasting in the morning or whatever it is, right? But here's the thing. That is the way to kill your progress it is the least effective way to lose weight and here's why the recovery part of your journey is going to be where you lose the most weight when you're sleeping when you're not actually working out but you're stretching your body like when you are not actively working out and putting stress on your body, that's actually when the weight loss happens. And so with that, you don't need to work out more than four times a week. And all of my one-on-one clients do that. They do not work out more than four times a week. If anything, 
three to four times a week is a good amount for you because it's not burning you out mentally, but it's also very sustainable in the long run, regardless of what kind of schedule you have. Like I have clients that have lost 15, 20 pounds just with this amount of activity. So remember that like you doing more doesn't mean anything. I still remember like when I was lifting weights six to seven times a week, I was constantly sore. My body was not recovering fast enough. I felt so stressed because I couldn't keep up with the schedule all the time. And I was weak because my body couldn't recover. And when I changed my schedule to doing three to four times a week, I was able to lift heavier. I was able to recover faster. I was actually excited to do my workouts because I wasn't overdoing it because it didn't feel like a chore. And so if you're in that spot right now where like you're doing six to seven times a week because you think that it's going to get you there twice as fast, that's wrong. You're actually going to slow yourself down and you're actually going to be further back from your goals. And so when you think about your workout plan, right, you don't need a fancy plan. You focus on the basics. And this is what I do with my clients. Like, I don't teach my clients how to do these fancy exercises that like you see on Instagram. Like, this is the best way to like grow your butt, do this like weird exercise or whatever it is, right? Like when I coach my clients, we focus on like the staples, like stuff that you actually do on a daily basis, like squats, deadlifts, lunges. You're like pushing your shoulders up. You're doing ab workouts. You're doing pull-ups. You're doing push-ups, right? Like these are basic exercises that any beginner or advanced lifter can do that will always produce results. And so you don't need to have this whole like fancy plan to help you get there. You just got to focus on the basics and get really good at the basics and get really consistent with the basics three to four times a week versus trying to have this unique, crazy, weird exercise plan that lasts from six to seven times a week. And then like you're always sore, burnt out, feel weak at the gym and it sucks. And here's the thing, like if you feel like you are constantly like forcing yourself to work out, it's usually because of two things. One, you're overdoing everything, meaning like you're just overwhelmed trying to keep up with this like impossible like plan that you have working out six or seven times a week. Or two, you don't have like a strong reason why you want to lose weight in the first place. So like, let's say like, for example, you're like, okay, Sam, you're telling me that I shouldn't work out six or seven times a week. I switch it to three to four times a week now, but like, I still feel like I'm being forced to do this. The second reason would be that like, you don't have a strong reason why you want to lose weight in the first place. If you still feel like everything is forced to you when it comes to losing weight, it's because either you're doing it for someone else. Like maybe your parents are constantly on your ass about like, okay, when are you going to lose weight? You're getting too big. Like you need to do something about it. Or maybe your spouse like is talking smack about your body. Right. Or like maybe you're doing it for different reasons, not for you specifically, but to please other people, whatever reason that is, like, if you don't have the desire to actually change and you're comfortable with where you're at, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable where you're at. But if you truly are not doing it for you, then that might be the reason why like you feel like everything is out of force 
in terms of like working out and in terms of when you're prepping your food, trying to find different recipes to help you reach your goals and make a decision on whether or not you want to invest in yourself and like get the help you need so that you can get to your goals faster without getting very confused and overwhelmed throughout the entire weight, right? And obviously like with this, we can dive deep into this topic specifically. Like I'm actually gonna do a whole podcast about finding your weight loss purpose and diving deep into how I found mine and like how I've been able to be consistent and stay consistent in the past eight years. Because if it was for like any sort of people pleasing, doing it for my family, doing it for my now fiance or doing it for other people, like I wouldn't have lasted this long. And obviously it was like that at some point at the beginning of my journey, but it has evolved so much since then. So if that's something you're interested in and you like really want to hear more about it, let me know, but I'm definitely going to do a podcast episode on it eventually of like how to find your purpose because your purpose is going to determine how you act, make decisions to either help you get closer to your weight loss goals or keep you further away from it. Okay, so that's number four. Now, the last mistake is skipping stretching. And I know you're probably thinking like, okay, how important is stretching? And like, what does that have to do with losing weight? And here's the thing. If you don't stretch and you do your workouts and your workouts suck, like you're not doing it correctly, it's not going to be efficient and it's not going to be effective. And then it's going to take you twice as long to lose weight because you're doing workouts wrong the whole entire time. And this is what I experienced the first two to three years of my journey because I was doing everything wrong. And it was because like I didn't stretch and like my body was so beat up. I was experiencing like lower back pain. I was experiencing knee pain. Like if you follow me for a long time and you follow me since the beginning, if you even go back and watch my old YouTube videos, I used to do fitness YouTube videos. I used to wear this like knee strap or like knee wrap around my knee area because I was experiencing like so much pain from lifting and doing certain exercises because no one taught me how to properly warm up and properly stretch and like properly take care of myself from like an overall perspective and versus just like, okay, let's just lose the fat, right? Let's just lose the weight and let's not care about this. Like this thing is actually going to really affect you in the long run, which is why like as much as like, annoying it is to kind of stretch sometimes like just take five to ten minutes to do it on a daily basis and it will change the way you move your body and you will see the effect of it 10 to 20 years from now I have had clients that have experienced back pain and knee pain and we work together they do some stretches and they don't experience that anymore And it was all because of like tight muscles built up like knots in their system. And for them to be able to move pain free is so important to me as a coach. And I remember like being so disappointed at myself for not being able to catch that early on, because if I let that go any longer, it would have been really bad for my body. And I was living pretty heavy at the time too. So like that in combination of not stretching at the same time, I could have really hurt myself, which is why like I am so passionate about doing things the correct way when it comes to your workouts because they can really affect you 10 to 20 years from now. Like you might think that you're not feeling any pain right now, 
doing heavy squats the wrong way, heavy deadlifts, or even just like doing a push-up or pull-up the wrong way, but you will feel that pain 10 to 20 years from now, which is why it's important to hire somebody, invest in a coach that cares about those things as well, instead of just someone who just cares about the weight coming off, because that will improve your overall health. And I know not a lot of people talk about stretching, so that's why I want to put that little spin here for you, because that is literally what changes all of my clients' life. Like if you if you talk to any of my clients, they're going to be like, yeah, I can't go back. Once you start stretching, you just cannot go back. Like your body just needs it and listen to what your body needs versus, versus like asking so much from your body of like, okay, can you look a certain way? Can you be this weight? Can you like stop being so fat, right? Instead of like criticizing the way you look all the time, just what if your body is just asking for you to take care of, yourself by stretching drinking more water and like moving your body a little bit more and so what can you do for your body today right so I I really hope that you enjoyed this episode I really hope that it gave you some insights on like what to do next if you're making any of these mistakes and if you have a friend or family that's experiencing these mistakes and you're like oh my god this girl is totally doing this send this episode to them and don't forget to tag me on Instagram at super ly Sam. And until then, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.